Hello there, and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, yes. games, and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. And today, the moment you all have been waiting for, and when I say you all, I mean like, probably like five people, we're talking Zack Snyder's Justice League. My name is Tom, and as always, I am joined with my co-host, John. What's up? Um, wow. Uh, this Yeah, this is a very... Uh... This will be a very, very long podcast episode. If we, you're... we expect it to be long. We, you know, yeah, we're, we're not, yeah. we're not doing news. We're not doing weekly viewing. We're not doing emails. We're not doing. Well, we might do some emails. We need to check if we have emails, actually. Um, yeah. But we're not doing any of that stuff that we normally do. We're yeah, just, yeah. we're just getting straight to it. We're yeah. gonna talk about. Uh, yeah. Before we say this, uh, thank you for watching. Uh, or listening in our episodes in the last few weeks. It's been so much fun talking about these uh, films that Snack uh, Snyder created and directed, and and it's just um, been really fun. Yeah, and, man, uh, we've had uh, we've we've had like quite a quite an uptick in views and stuff. So thank you everyone for kind of showing yeah, your support uh, and and you know the, we we made this podcast off the back of you know the Snyder Cut announcement and the first trailer. Obviously, yeah. our very first episode was back on in, DC in, Fandom back in yeah. August last year, and this is episode thirty of our podcast. So like wow. you know it's it's very much the season finale. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like the season finale, but it's just like we've been at this moment for like months, and we just are, uh, are right. So I I want to like talk about like the very first uh, time we got the announcement because I feel like this is a very special um, thing that we experienced because this is like non thing that really uh, like something happened. It's like one of the lifetime uh, experience that you. It's so unbelievable, isn't it? Just yeah, the the man of, the man of steel, you know, watched through the announcement at the end of that was really you know kind of earth shattering for so many different reasons. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it it just felt like a dream. Honestly, it's just. So... I mean, yeah, it it still is pretty crazy. I want to give a shout out to Hawk of Krypton on Instagram, yeah, man, who has. Who uh, you know? I I've I've known him for quite a while. Um, you know, and 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 he has he has posted so much you know content and kept us all up to date with all the Snyder Cut stuff. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have even known about it. You know, like all this like uh, there's so many people you know who like have like you know raised awareness for this cut and and helped make yeah. it a thing. But I wanted to give a shout out to Hawk of Krypton, um, yeah. who who really kind of pushes on this this journey. Yeah, and he just, like, made us realise about how, like, uh, that Warner Brothers didn't want him, uh, that uh, didn't want, sorry, Zack Snyder to release the film, and this was, like, the start of, like, something, like, so brand new and just so, uh, like, exciting, because it's a director that we all love, and it's just that we... Well, some people love him. Oh, not all of, but, um, uh, but, um, and it's just, like, shout out to him. I mean, he's just been there from the start, and he's just so, so, so supportive of the cut, and, uh, and, and it, we've been, and there was, like, a lot of times that everyone was saying about, like, oh, the side of is not going to be released. I remember everyone saying that, because it was so frustrating, because it was there, because Zack Snyder was talking about it, 
and uh, and other uh, actors as well, and and it's so satisfying to hear those words. We released the Snyder Cut. It it seemed an implausibility for so long, so to get it really is rewarding. And I, and I and I and I have to say, you know, this watching this film is something that well. Critiquing this film is something that's very difficult, you know. You can, there are so many different ways to look at it. You know, you look at it as a as a as a product of campaigning. You look at it compared to Justice League. You look at it as a trilogy. You look at it as a film. There are so many different avenues to look at this film, and therefore I have to say up top, you know, no matter no matter what we say about the film, no matter you know. We did it, you know. Yeah. We, we, the film has been released. It's the original vision. It is here, and I want to say straight away, it is infinitely better than Justice League in Very, almost it, every way. And it's it just destroys like the first like Justice League because it's just so so much better. Like it's vastly superior to. Everything that it does, like with character developments, with with uh, with uh, the stuff that the film has, and it just goes into the characters that we never really explored much. And let me tell you, this film was an experience—an experience to watch, like to yourself or watching with friends, because this is a film that we just supported for years, and and it's just like so special, and and it's a special experience to have. And I spent when when I got home. I spent all night, like, like watching for hours all night, and it was such an experience. And normally, I don't sit through uh, credits. I just turn it off because I'm not into it. But then I just sat through the credits because it was just satisfying. It was just so satisfying. I mm. I completely agree. I watched the whole trilogy because I hate myself apparently um to about <laughs> however long that was nine and a half hours I think of content I watched it downstairs uh, on the projector with my girlfriend and I have to say it really was uh, an experience that rivals being at the cinema you know um which I really appreciated um but I do have to say I mean like let's well let's just get straight into talking about it and I want to say I was a little bit underwhelmed. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to lie, you know. I mean, especially after watching the other two films, it didn't quite meet the mark. Now, I've seen it twice. I watched it again this morning. And, and I have to say that after watching it a second time, you know, I, I, I have consolidated my thoughts. And, you know... I'm not quite as uh, dissatisfied as I was when I first watched it. But no, yeah, I, I can't lie. I was a little underwhelmed by it um, for reasons, you know, that, that I'll get into. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy with so many things, but other things just kind of bring it down, especially when, for me, the other two films in the trilogy are so airtight and, and you know, so, like, near to perfection. Um so yeah, like so. What what did you think? Just like um, general thoughts. Well, uh, so I thought, okay, so uh, straight off the bat, I thought it was such a good film because I thought with, with the characters and it was just building up to everything uh, with 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 this, with this uh, world building and uh, 
and uh, and I was just very satisfied what was uh, in the film, and there was great stuff like with the exposition and with stuff that really really needed to have in the film and with improved qualities and um and i quite say i really 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 enjoyed and i thought uh i think this is my one of my favorite comic book films of all time it's just so unique to see something that have these characters on screen and usually that aren't well that are like uh not seen as much but you see those characters mixed together and it just shows like uh, the, the, you know like the the um a unique level of uh like the i don't know but it's just you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think, you know, this is Justice League done right. You know, Justice League on so many levels was Justice League done wrong, you know, with, with so little time for any of the characters to properly, you know, develop and shine. And you can see in, in Justice League, you know, I've always been the kind of person who, who've said, like, you know, Justice League is a mess of a film, but there are some really good scenes in there. And the thing that I most appreciated about the Snyder Cut, well, not the most appreciated, but it was really, really satisfying to see that the best scenes in Justice League were also in the Snyder Cut, you know? Yeah. It, it wasn't... Yeah. And and I think what what I didn't expect was that this sim this film was, you know, very similar to Justice League, you know? Like, in, not in terms of quality or anything, but in terms of the... St I don't know what I expected, but the story... Well, well, the, the, the story and the structure of the story is the same. The details are vastly, wildly different, but the structure and the bones of the story is the same. And I think that definitely threw me off at first, especially towards the middle. I mean... I mean, we didn't say it already, but spoilers, full spoilers. We're going all into spoilers. Yeah. Get out if you haven't watched it. It's great. You know, HBO Max, Now TV, wherever you are, yeah, watch now it. Now TV, yeah. It's, it's worth um, the watch. Oh, but it but is, the, it, it uh, is, you know, like, in the middle, especially with, the, with Superman's resurrection and the fight against him, it was very much kind of like, you know, this is Justice League, this is what I've, which is what we saw in the original cut, but, you know, with so much kind of more weight around it. And I think, you know, I think part of the reason why I was initially underwhelmed was because I was expecting something a lot more, you know, I was expecting something bigger, you know, uh, I don't know what exactly I was expecting, but, you know. But, the, um, but there were, like, really big moments in the film. I mean, there were some massive moments, like, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about those really, really, really good moments that are, like, that are, like, that, like made the film very different to uh, Justice film, uh, the Justice League um, film, and but th these two films are not the same because one of them is like showing the true vision of the uh, of the film, and one is just completely uh, abusing the the, the film's uh, like the vision of it, and uh, and the the structure is very very similar, but it's just. Of how we saw it, like, uh, I, I was I was quite feeling that as well, like, we saw, we could have seen something different, but then I, I realised that that was shown in Justice League, and we, and I feel like, I kind of, like, feel sorry for that, because if, if we would have saw 
uh, it, it's, it's weird because if we, if we would have saw like the original Snyder Cut thing in cinemas, we wouldn't have the same feeling like, about like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, unfortunately, we are cursed with Justice League. You know, yeah. we we we've seen that film, and and therefore, you know, the Snyder Cut could never truly surprise us. Um, I mean, it could have, but unfortunately, and I and I and I will say, I regret watching all the trailers and the teasers. You know, I like the idea that I could have been surprised by things such as Dark Side by Martian Manhunter, by the one Green Lantern cameo, by the Flash traveling through time, by Dark Side, by Granny Goodness, by Desaad. The idea that I would have been excited and surprised by all of that, you know, that would have been great. But I think not that it's bad that it, the film didn't necessarily surprise me. But as a film that I kind of expected to be so vastly different, I didn't, you know, I think on first viewing, I was a bit kind of like, oh, okay, you know, some of these things that I expected obviously were there, but they weren't there, you know, how I expected it to be. And I think with a film that I've waited for since 2016, you know, with a film with, with, with characters who I've cared about since I was a little kid... You know, and, and and a film that you know that we've been waiting for since May last year. Expectations were never going to be met. Really, I think, especially having watched the film again, I, I I've watched it a second time, and 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 now I see I'm I'm beginning to like the film more because I know what I'm getting into. You know, the expectations aren't there to be like, oh, okay, so this didn't happen. It's like, okay, well, I know exactly what's going on now. So everything can be taken in slowly. And I, and I really think that if people out there like me were a little bit dissatisfied, a second viewing is immensely important to really yeah. figure out, you know, what you feel about the film, especially a film that's so bloody long. Like, I love a long film, but like, I think one of the things about this film, for me, one of my big issues was the pacing. The pacing didn't do the length any favours. There would be huge stretches of times without, especially in the first half, st long stretches of time without certain characters. You know, it didn't it didn't really bounce between them. It would have like a big section with the Amazons and then a big section with this and that. And, and, and then you would forget about certain characters. And I think that did kill the pacing somewhat. Especially when, you know, you look at Batman v Superman and that the ultimate edition of that film is so airtight and it and it, it, it goes between Superman, Lois, Batman and Lex at a, at a at a pretty, you know, good rate, you know, like two two to five minute scenes. Whereas this film will have like a twenty minute sequence just of like the Amazons fighting Steppenwolf. So twenty minutes might be a little bit, you know, extreme, but like it feels like twenty minutes. Um and, and then like, you know, we kind of bounce in between uh, these things at a slower rate. Uh, obviously, we've seen what a what a fast rate can do. Justice League, and it's bad. So, like, I just think if you rearranged some some of the scenes, I might have been a little bit more satisfied. Uh, not satisfied, but the 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 pacing might have been a little bit more brisk, and therefore, you know, it wouldn't have felt like we were moving so fast with nothing really happening in terms of like plot. Yeah. Um, well, for me. It just flew by. Um, I I was just so interested of like uh, what was going on and 
I, I felt like, um, well, uh, everyone was complaining about like why the film, why is the film that long? And I just felt like, well, uh, it, I, I think it just wanted to understand like the world building in the film and to deeply understand the characters. And if you really like understand the characters and you're with this journey, and it's just so satisfying to like have them work together and you could just complete their, you, you completely understand their, their intentions and you, you have, you have like really deep feelings about like, for example, like Cyborg or Flash and, uh, and Batman as well. Like you understand like what they want to do and it's just, uh, and I, I really like it. I, um, I, I didn't, I don't know, I don't know about the pace, but I thought the pace was okay. Um, yeah, nothing too special with the pace. I just thought, okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, I think you know it's really important to say that it's great that every single scene in this film, apart from two, every single scene apart from two, which are the the the, the final two scenes, every scene apart from those two is important to the characters, to the plot, everything matters, you know, you, you've got, you've got character development makes the plot perfectly, and that's why I think it's such a shame that the pacing lets it down, because I think that they do the characters really, really well, and there are moments that I'm not, you know, I'm not huge on, but like, you know, this is a film where they use the four hour, nearing on four hour, um, time they use it very very well nothing's wasted you know sure there are a couple of jokes here and there and that's fine you know it's none of it's as bad as justice league you don't get the flash complaining about brunch or anything like that it, it it's all it, it's all within the spirit of the characters and obviously the characters have, have you know kind of developed since batman v superman you know some of the characters don't feel quite the same as they were but then other times they do it is a little it, you know it is definitely difficult watching the trilogy going from Batman v Superman where everything is so dark and serious with moments of levity in there and then going from something that takes itself with a lighter tone which is completely fine I mean you know I think it, I think I think it works really well I don't think it's as atrocious as it is in Justice League which is a lot more you know like oh we're doing jokes at the weirdest of moments like uh, yeah. um yeah like that I, I see what you mean but um about like the tones as well and I feel like that um, Zach, well, it's kind of ha like hard to transition from BBS to Justice League, um, but I feel like Justice Zach uh, the Snyder Cut has uh, like a well balanced uh, tone, like tones with lighter tones with uh, with dark tones, uh, like darker tones, like you know, like with the with the jokes and with uh, some like really serious stuff that's happening. And I think I thought that was well balanced, but like um, with the pacing and everything, it could be a little bit arranged. But I feel like um, that I thought that the, the terms were uh, like very, very well, well listened. I feel like that Zach wanted to have like a film that was uh, more lighter. Uh, had a yeah, more, I, I think I think that's definitely the idea behind it. But I th yeah. what I what I think is very good is like so I think. I think it's undeniable that the Flash is the comic relief of the film, quote unquote. He is the, you know, the main kind of source of comedy. But the good thing about about his character is is that they know when to stop. 
Justice League, they never know when to stop. Every scene, yep. Flash would be like, ooh, Pet Cemetery." Whereas in, in, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Flash knows when to say, guys, this, this guy is going to kill us, you know, or, or, oh my God, I need to turn back time and I'm scared. Like, I, I, one of the scenes that I absolutely love or, is where the Flash is shot and he's literally crying and he's like, he's like, he's like, no, 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 I can do this. I can do this. Give me a moment. Like, Jesus, like I've been shot. Like, come on, heal. He, and he's like, he's really getting like really upset about it. And I really felt that like, you know, like he might be like a bit of a goofball, but yeah. like they really knew when to bring that in, and and I think probably the best scene of the film, and this is like you know there are loads of amazing scenes in there, but one of the best scenes is the Flash traveling through time. Ah, oh. it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, how he says, well, you know, Dad, your son was the best of the best, even for a you know a brief moment. You know, I can make my own future. I can make my own past. You know, Barry, you've got to break the rule. You've got to go in time to save everyone. And I and I really appreciate how the film knows when to bring the emotions. I, you yeah. know, I think that's perfectly presented in people like Cyborg, and I think Superman has some great emotional moments. Yeah. I think they they balance the tones really well, unlike just. Justice League, where it's like ninety percent comedy, ten percent feigned emotion. Yeah, and it it's just so like satisfying to have like a character who was completely useless in the Justice League, but then he's like the real MPV, like the uh, what is it? MP is it M- MVP? MVP? Oh, MVP like the yeah. real like he's like a, a proper hero like he just traveled back in time to like whether he's gonna die or not but he's just like he's going travel travel back in time and it's just like he's one of the most important characters in dc comics and and it's just so satisfying to see that and alongside with the score as well i just love the score we'll talk about the score later right Uh, i i I mean i i there are elements of the score that i didn't like but i loved the scene where flash goes back in time Absolutely brilliant. Well, mm. I think let's use that as a jumping off point and talk about the characters. Let's start with the Flash. We've already kind of talked about him. Um, yeah. So tell me, what do you think of the Flash, just like in general? Um. Well, okay. So going back to Justice League. Oh no. Um, he was very, very a poorly written character in that one. He was just talking about. He was just making jokes all the way. And brunch. What is brunch? Oh, uh, what was the Russian line? Dostoevsky. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! And and uh, and like he was just being useless in that. But then, if you see that in Snyder Cut, he's just like a very well thought character, and he really cares about his father. Whereas in the Justice League, it, it didn't really. He's just like there, like oh, how are you doing, son? But then it's <laughs> like. <laughs> hey, uh, it, hey, like, hey, son! How you doing? Oh, doing great, Dad. Oh, you know that crime you didn't commit? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow! Well, I was um, in Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen! Oh, yes, Watchmen. You, you know, I was, I was a doctor. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> um, so, but like in Snyder Cut, uh, you have really like have emotional moments with uh, with um. With Ezra Miller's character uh, uh, as the Flash, and there's like moments that you like um, understand, like about um, like he's part of this team, and he feels like he's not 
uh, alone and he has um I, yeah it's just like um like you know like uh, Grant Gunston's uh flash yes. like there's emotional moments but but I prefer this flash because it's just like like he's he's quirky he's a, he's a bit more relatable and it's just like he has like jokes but not a lot of jokes but like he's well balanced well balanced character that i really liked like he wasn't the comedian of the of, of the film but you didn't get <laughs> the comedian uh, but um yeah so i really like this character and uh yeah what, what do you think i think for, i think so i i agree with you that that you know he isn't I feel like from his first two scenes being the scene in, in where he saves Iris and then the scene where he meets Bruce. Um, oh, oh, I, I guess there, there is a scene with, with with his dad. But, you know, he is a bit of a goofball and I think they carry that well throughout. But there are also some really, really good moments of self-doubt and, you know, moments where he wants to help other people. Like, you see that he, you know, that he wants friends and, and he cares about people, you know. I really enjoy small things like when he's helping all the kidnapped people get out and he just says to Silas, you're right, like, and, and he, he goes out of his way to save people. When Silas is killed, he con he, he comforts Victor or, or when he notices that Aquaman, you know, cares about Cyborg, he's like, hey, you know, I noticed that and, and, and there are just really small moments. Again, a second viewing makes these things stand out so much more and really just yeah. makes me see it and be like, that's that's beautiful, really. Like, The Flash has these, like, emotions. Like, from the very first scene, I just want to say, The Flash's first scene where he saves Iris is amazing. Yeah. The way that they but, use but, the music to, to convey oh. his... And the way that they convey his speed is absolutely wonderful. And the fact that he goes out of his way to save this person in his very first scene is great. I think each character's first scene does really well at like, establishing who they are and who they will be. As I say, everything matters and everything works really well. And I like how it all kind of comes back. Um, his, whole, his, whole, his whole arc is kind of like you know, centred around him him making his own future and feeling like he is worth something. Like, he's so unsure about everything that he does. You know, he's just kind of, like, unsure in the first battle. And then when he's going to bring back Superman, he's just kind of like, um, guys, you know, I could maybe do this, but I'm not really sure. He's like, it's like, and then he's, you know, he's a bit insecure about the fact that it didn't really work. And then, obviously, the time travel scene is where it all kind of comes together for him. I really, really like the... They weren't afraid to make the Flash afraid, you know? Like, all the characters yeah. kind of had their own kind of thing, and I think Barry Allen was done really, really well. I think you can just take away from it all the jokes and all that, but I think beneath that, there is this complex character. Um, yeah. And uh, and what, what, what you said about, like, it's a character that really, like, it... It's like the light-hearted character that really like pushes the like the, the like the idea of the Justice League and yeah, you know, he, like he boosts the morale. Yeah, like something that it, he was like very quirky and fast, and you you see that person who like um, like you know you have that superpower and then you, you like there's a lot of relatability that you understand with this character. And and it it is just great to see that on screen and and yeah 
um i i i um i really love those scenes like um the start and i just love the song that goes well like saving iris yeah um, that was a good song yeah like yeah. It's called. Um, let me have the, the soundtrack. Is just great. I love the soundtrack. Um, Song to the Siren. Yeah, that's it. Yes, and I, I was there was a lot the of there were a lot of moments that felt very much like Watchmen. You know, pulling in these um, you know bits of licensed music. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, um, that's, that, I, felt, I felt that was very um, like. I'm com- I don't know comfortable but like very well thought because I thought about like if there was like a score I feel like mm, uh, I don't know but if there was like a song that would be more impactful yeah like, yeah impactful. there's always I think the thing is watching you know as the as the part of the trilogy I don't think that fits honestly because it's the first time that he really uses it but then when you look at Zack Snyder's filmography I think it's a really nice like connection to stuff like Watchmen where he uses that kind of stuff yeah. I, I think that works really nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, who do you want to talk about next? Uh, Cyborg. That's Ooh. the Ooh. Let's go. Tell me what you thought about Cyborg. Um, let me tell you. Cyborg was just... I For me, he was just the most uh, emotional uh, emotional uh, character that I've I really seen on, like, comic book history because it's just like... He has this uh, really sad backstory and... And he's just—he's truly the heart of the film. And you—you you go through this journey about like he has this very complex, complicated body and mind as well, and that he can do anything. Like he can uh, do launch nu- nuclear attacks or um, like um, do with the um, Kumo. I don't know what, what else uh, there was, but like, and the the way that I, I love the scene where he was like helping this woman. And uh, giving him uh, her, uh, giving her money, and I thought that was just that. that I I actually nearly teared up. I nearly teared up because I thought, oh, that, that that's nice. That's very um. That's a nice character. So yeah, I thought you 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 hear in in the flashback with his mum. She talks about how he has heart, and I I really enjoyed his kind of realization. You know, they show it throughout the film that he does have this heart. He cares about his dad. He cares about the people around him. And I enjoy his arc of discovering that he isn't broken and that he still has his heart. There's obviously the line where I'm not broken and I'm not alone. It, it, It works really, really well. I agree with you. Cyborg has, like, probably the most emotional kind of part of the film. Um, And, yeah, the scene where he discovers his powers... And, you know, like, with his dad's kind of, like, voiceover, you know, mm. it, it really, you know, it, 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 it makes this whole kind of story about Frankenstein's monster really um, a lot more kind of uh, impactful. Um, yeah, yeah. And especially, like, um, he has this rough relationship with his, uh, with his father and there's, like, um, an arc for him, like, a redemption arc for, for the father. Like, he wanted to have time for him and, and it's quite emotional like um that chapter oh i want to talk about the structure i like the structure with the chap- chapters i'll talk yes, about later that is quite cool uh, um like uh a father twice over i thought that was just yeah that's 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 really nice um i in i really appreciated in the flashback obviously you see you know you see what victor stone was like as a person he seemed like a really like likable dude 
but I, I love the fact that he cries in the car, you know, it's one of these things that it's like, you know, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a young man, he, he as a young, oh, sorry, no. <laughs> as a, as a, as a young, I, I thought you were talking about you, like, as a young man, I, yeah, yeah, as a, as a young man who loves football, no, but as, as a young man, he isn't afraid to kind of show his, show his emotions, and yeah. I really appreciate that kind of tender moment that becomes this kind yeah. of horrific car crash, and obviously, something that was sort, obviously, you know, his dad was in Justice League, but something that was sorely missing from Justice League was the relationship between Victor and his mum. Um, and the whole family unit like really comes together in, in his yeah. kind of, you know, his, his, his feeling, you know, that the, the world isn't, you know, that the world hasn't done anything good for him. Even when he saves that, when he helps out that woman, you then get him walking away and people looking at him really like, like in fear and then him putting his hood up and trying yeah. to hide again. I, I feel like that's like a proper, like really good introduction to Cyborg. Like he's not afraid to do to show off, like, the skills that he has, and and he's just incapable, like, capable of helping people with his mind, and it's just, it's just crazy to think about that character who is, who is the heart, and it's just so great to see that, and, um, and, yeah, and I just love, like, the moments, uh, especially that there was, like, yeah, what you said, like, I'm not broken, I'm not alone, wait, what was it? I'm, I'm not, not broken, broken, and I'm not alone. alone. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was, that was a very, um, uh, emotional that because like it's quite sad like he wanted to be normal but then uh he's 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 there now like yeah he's a lot his of you know his arc of becoming proud of who he is like the end of the film standing at the grave and taking off his like hoodie and 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 you know like um, his, proud, his, yeah. his outfit that he has hidden behind the whole time and standing proud. I mean, technically, he just stripped off naked, which, I mean, cool, but, um, like, you know, it, it's it's really cool and, and like, nice how all that happens. Um, and, obviously, he has this whole thing about, like, you know, where he, like, he's in, where he interfaces with stuff and, and, and he has this whole, like, arc of kind of slowly becoming to kind of, like, love his dad again after his dad kind of turned him into the... Like, as he as he begins to kind of accept himself, he kind of begins to empathise with what his dad did. And I think it's really, really good that, um, that he shows the emotion again when his dad dies. You know, it isn't something that's like, oh, my dad died, I'm going to be sad for one scene. You know, it, it, it has an impact on him. And yeah. you know it drives him in, in like the end fight, um, which is 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 really good. Um, I, I, again, I'm really baffled that they just cut out Silas dying. It, you know, I, I like his sacrifice so from about, the from the yeah, theatrical cut. I, yeah, yeah, just annoyed about everything that was completely cut off in in the 2017 version, and I was just just so annoyed, but also satisfied that we see this on the small screen. But I watched it on the on the tv but yeah, well, even even if even if you know uh you know snyder had made the 2017 made this film in 2017 you know things would have still been cut they wouldn't have allowed a three hour 50 minute film to be playing at cinemas like no way but at least uh, Zack snyder made this character very very important Definitely. to yeah definitely i agree yeah, um, yeah, and I love the arc, and it's just a well thought character. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's. Should we talk about like Aquaman next? Yeah, Aquaman. Okay. So, what do you think of Aquaman? Um, I don't know. Uh, I thought he was just quite um empty for this film. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he was definitely the, a member of the league with kind of like the least to him. Um, he has this kind of. There's an, there, there is an arc there. There's an arc there about kind of choosing to to kind of stand up and, yeah. you know, choosing to get involved. And I appreciate that he does that, you know, once he sees, um, you know, that, step, that this threat is real and stuff. But it doesn't really come together for me in, in the best kind of way. There are loads of, like, you know moments of, of like, you know, where he kind of begins to kind of let people in. You know, he, he, he starts off with this whole strong man is strongest alone. He's not like Barry, who's like, oh yeah, I love friends, let's go. Um, he, he, he's like, no, I'm good enough on my own. And, and the fact that he, you know, continue, he, he begins to, um, let people in and, you know, open up himself uh, until the end when he, you know, he, he works as a team to kind of defeat Steppenwolf. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which I really appreciate. I, yeah, I, I like, I like the arc, but I feel, uh, yeah, what you said about, uh, Aquaman and, uh, I feel like, yeah, they're working together and I thought, yeah, he had a great, like, personality, like, the character, but I felt like it, uh, I wish there was, like, more scenes, like, with, um, with other uh, characters that he like interacted with more, like with Cyborg. Or... Yeah. Um, the thing is, is obviously taking this in the context of 2017, this is supposed to kind of like build towards the Aquaman film, which would yeah. show him kind of embracing his, you know, his situation as a son of the land and a son of the sea. So I think I appreciate how this film has a different kind of arc for him where he has to learn to kind of play well with others. Um, yeah. Instead of yeah. doing the basic Aquaman arc that is kind of set up for him, I think that is pretty good. But I do think there are a lot of things that, that, you know, a lot of parts of his character that isn't that aren't really, like, you know, fully fleshed out. There yeah. Are, there are yeah. points where yeah. he... Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Not very fully fleshed out, but I thought he was a good character with great, great personality, but I wish there was more scenes that, you know, we could discover, like, with more. But overall, I thought he had a great arc, and um, and I thought he was a good character. So I, I yeah. agree. I think I think there were points where he blended into the background a little bit, but um, there, like were, there, were yeah. thing, there were things there... You know, he had some cool uh, set pieces in the action as well. And, you know, they kind of, they do set up, you know, again, taking this as like a setup for Aquaman as well. I enjoyed the inclusion of Volko and Mira in it. Um, I'm particularly interested. I mean, if we just like for a side note about Mira, I'm I'm quite interested in her role in the apocalypse thing. Yeah, um, yeah like, um, trying to have, have that, to regain that redemption of like, no, no, redemption, like, to, yeah, what was the thing, like, you're trying to, like, um, to, I, oh, no, what was it, like, your character, like, your character's dead, and you're trying to, um, avenge them, oh, no, it's like, it's like that line, I'm Indigo in Montoya, you kill my father, prepare to die, what, what's that, what's A that, avenge, avenging them, avenge, oh my god, I'm an idiot, it's right. the Avengers, 
Now I want to say. Oh no, we've been demonetized, John. I want to say actually, speaking of the Avengers and their theme song, can we can we quickly talk about the score? Okay, for me, I really really love the score. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. I'm of t- I'm of two minds here. First of all, it's leaps and bounds better than Danny Elfman's score. Um, yeah. The Man of Steel, the Man of Steel oh. theme is used so well to such incredible moments. That, you know that's really really done well. Um, the Batman theme is also used a couple times. That's quite cool. As I just as I said before, the theme where the Flash goes back through time is great. Ah. The the Justice the, the Justice League do have a theme. But I, I don't feel like it's as prevalent as it could be. You know, the reason why I brought up the Avengers, uh, or why I wanted to talk about this going on from the Avengers, is because from the first Avengers film, you they have a theme, you know? And that's an established theme that is a motif that, that you know, a light motif that continues throughout the film, and then it, it climaxes at many points at the end where they, where they finally get the full kind of... It kind of starts like the, the dun 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 dun, um, and then like each time, it, each kind of stage of the film, it will develop until the end. We get the proper dun dun dun, and obviously that comes to uh, Avengers Endgame, which then like brings that in, like really incredibly back home with the Avengers Assemble moment. Um, and I, I think the Justice League would have done great with a proper theme that was like really as impactful as that. Um, and I felt like some of the other characters, you know, Aquaman, Cyborg, they could have done with their own kind of themes, and the Flash. I felt like character themes weren't that great. Um, overall, new things. I feel like Hans Zimmer could have added something. Junkie XL did a good job, but I feel like I missed Hans Zimmer. And I want to say, I did not like what they did to Wonder Woman's theme. Every time, every time Wonder Woman did something, you just had someone go, ah, and like the scream. And <laughs> like, I, I just like, ugh. I didn't like that, I have to say. Really? Yeah, it, like... I, I love the Wonder Woman theme, but I don't like how little they played it and how they replaced it with just someone go ah! like that. Just felt like you know, it just felt like they're replacing something yeah, amazing I, with something not as good. Yeah. And even when they did play the Wonder Woman theme, they played it on the electric guitar instead of the electric cello. So like, I yeah, feel like just that, a missed opportunity. That, that is pretty cool, but I feel like um, well, like uh, uh, I'm not talking about that theme, but I feel like. Um, uh, I, I I felt like that Junkie XO wanted to do exper- like to experiment some yes stuff as well. I I, I think I, I've seen interviews with him, and particularly of the Wonder Woman theme. He wanted that in Batman v Superman, and it was Hans Zimmer who kind of overruled him and was like, no no no, like this yeah. is this is better. And I think I think he 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 instead of building on that, he was like, we'll take it back to what I wanted, and I don't think it works as well, unfortunately. Yeah. But I, I, I personally. I don't mind the theme, but it kind of did get a little bit uh, annoying. But um, but I thought um, I I don't know why, but I I liked it. Um, like with some scenes that really fitted, like uh, especially at the start of um, uh, uh, in that. In, in London, trying to save those people. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, I, I think let's talk about Wonder Woman from that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah um, continue. Go on. So like with everything, uh, with with the, with the like she's saving people uh, alongside with that with that uh, with that song. I wish that was that song was only used 
for that scene personally because I thought that would be like really fitting. And then later on, they could have used like uh, like Wonder Woman's theme uh, later on in the film, like to you know, like to like you you know what you said about like motif, like like gradually building up like for each character. Yeah. That could be really interesting to see like those uh, character scenes, like have them like slowly building up like to for the final fight. And uh, yeah, so Wonder Woman. Um, overall, um, yeah, I thought she's a great character um, in this one. Uh, uh, she yeah. doesn't. She doesn't really. There, there isn't an arc in the same way that there is for everyone else. She kind of mentions how she still hasn't really let go of the past, and how she, you know, is still trying to figure out how to kind of be with, you know, like, you know, like interactive people again. I didn't necessarily feel like she had a foot like an arc, but I don't really think she needed one. Like I don't know yeah. how I don't know how yeah. that would have fit. I think it's just a kind of a part of her story. Yeah, I I feel like um well uh, I think what uh, Zack Snyder intended to do. I think he, uh, maybe he wanted to like have someone else have the uh, have an arc and like to discover more of the characters because I think we see those in the Wonder Woman films, like in the first one. But I haven't seen the second one. But like. Uh, I do think there shouldn't be like an an arc, but like with like we explore more of the character, and I really like those character interactions, like with Alfred, with Bruce, with Flash, and uh, it's great to see those, uh, like to see Wonder Woman interacting those characters, and I thought that that was a fun uh, thing, uh, fun that that a really good thing about the film. Uh, I agree. The I, I think Wonder Woman and Batman, especially, don't really have like these huge arcs. But they work quite well as kind of like the people trying to bring the team together and act as, uh, you know, vessels of um, people to that the other characters can kind of connect with. Um, oh, this, oh, this, I don't know why, but this is uh, making me think about, like, we see these arcs in BBS. We saw, we saw Superman's uh, Wonder Woman and Batman. But then in this one... We saw cyborgs. Well, we saw we saw Superman's, but we saw cyborgs, Flash, and Aquaman. But I feel like those are more centered because they're, they're the new members. Like yeah, the, new the, other, the other ones definitely take a back seat. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Zack wanted to have those characters really important, and like you know, like I felt like if those characters like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman have really really important. Uh, stuff. I just uh, that would be really bad for the characters to be left out. But, but like what Zack Snyder did, like to have those really important characters and to be really like uh, have an important factor, like pushing the narrative or like to make them really unique. Um, yeah, you you know what I mean. Like uh, have them uh, together and see they see those character arcs. Uh, with Superman, he he did have a uh, character arc, but uh, with Wonder Woman, uh, uh, yeah. So I don't think there wouldn't be a, a character arc. I don't think there wasn't really, but like, uh, but she was a great character. Like she was very strong, and you see with the action with her, and uh, and it, it's great to see those character interactions. I really liked. Um, yeah, I, I she wasn't too important to the story, but. Um, but there was re- really uh, interesting moments uh, of her, like, 
in the um, in one bit that uh, I'll talk about Dark Side later, but like um, yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, <laughs> Wonder Woman, yeah, not important, but I thought she was a good, great character. Uh, should we talk about Batman? Well, I have a couple more points about Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Um, cool. I I want to say that um, I wasn't a huge fan of how the other characters, so Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, took a back seat. Um, because obviously, like, I still want to know a lot about their stories. But um, I think if you take this as a stepping stone to Justice League Two, as it was intended, I can excuse it a little bit more. One of the things that I really liked was her first scene. However, this is a scene that was pretty much mostly in um, Justice League. But I, I don't like the terrorists that she encounters. I think they're so oddly placed. Like, she talks to this guy, she, 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 she you know, she, she lassos him, and he tells her what's going on. And I feel like he should just be telling her the, the, the stuff, but he does it with this weird theatrical nature where he's like, oh, in ten minutes, three city blocks, It's like, instead of just being like, oh, we're going to blow up some, like, things to take the world back to the Dark Ages. I feel like there's some weird dialogue of them, and they felt so odd and mustache twirly that that just kind of felt like it was a bit odd. But I really appreciated her in that scene. I liked yeah. how in the in the original cut, she throws the briefcase up. This bomb that's supposed to blow up loads of city blocks, she throws it like two meters above a building and it's fine. But in this film, she threw it up a lot further. It went like above skyscrapers. So I really appreciated that. And something that I just really liked, Wonder Woman is this embodiment of hope. Um, yeah. And I loved oh, it yeah. when she speaks yeah. to this little girl and, 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 she's, and she's, she's, she says to all the kids, she's like, you, everyone okay? You're all right. You can all get up. And then this girl's, she's like, you okay, princess? And, and the girl's like, can I be like you someday? And she's like, you know, you can be whatever you want to be. Uh, and I appreciate, I'll... it's not Batman v Superman anymore. The, these heroes are coming out of the darkness and into the light. You know, Batman isn't a kill, like, isn't a raging murderer. He is not like, and, and Wonder Woman isn't like someone scared of being a hero, she now embraces it and she, and she inspires people, and I really, really like that. Um, yeah. yeah, so right. Uh, yeah. yeah, about yeah. like Wonder Woman, like what you said about the embodiment of hope. I really liked like that because, you know, like if you think about like BBS, like she was like staying, uh, like not trying to be who she was in the past, but you saw that you saw that arc in, in BBS, like she came out and she helped. Uh, Batman and Superman to defeat Doomsday, and then you can see that like with the uh, like character continuity uh, in uh, helping the, the the people in the in in London and trying to save the yeah yeah. So I really like that. So that's really uh, interesting to have those character continue their journey, and uh, it's great to have like Wonder Woman like trying to bring back hope and to regain order. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's great how Superman's death inspires everyone. Oh, um, yeah. Um, particularly those main three. Um, you know, um, Superman, not Superman, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, and um, why did I say three? Superman's dead. But yeah, I guess Superman's death also does impact him. Um, but yeah, so um, do you want to talk about Batman now? Yeah, Batman, yeah. Yeah, um, so what do you think? Yeah. I actually really liked this uh, Batman in this one. I felt like he 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 was like the country uh, co uh, contributing character to like uh, putting this team together, and you can really see that like he wanted to have this 
team and he made this promise to 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 Clark about like trying to protect and you know trying to save Earth and you really see that and it, it, you can see this great arc of him like wanting to like um, not to be who he was in the past and and you you see this journey that he made he, he makes a lot of friends like with like you see that and um, and it's quite you know like a bit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he's making friends, and he's just like uh, a bit, you know, a bit weird because you know, like what we've heard about like in the past of like Batman, how did he lose his moral code, or how he became this ruthless killer in Gotham, and uh, and you see this great character. Argue. Yeah, I think pretty much like from early scenes, you get what Batman's arc in this film is or where he's coming from as we said batman and wonder woman don't have don't really have arcs but they're coming from this particular place you know at the end you know in batman v superman you you hear people say like oh there's a, there's a new kind of mean in him you know like he's angry but in 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 the beginning of this film he recognizes immediately he's like i've spent so much time trying to trying to you know divide us and, and it's time i brought us together and I think he does that really, really well. I think Batman stepping up into this role of leadership along with Wonder Woman is great to see. You know, he he, he does things to to help people um, and and take um, you know he he takes the teams to new levels. Um, and there are just little moments like how he help, like during the fight with Superman. You know, Superman takes out uh, some army trucks, and Batman helps one of the army guys up, and he's like, "Hey, you're right. Come on, like." You, you should get yeah. clear of the dangerous area. Like Batman is, you know, obviously he he still, still has the ability to strike fear into the hearts of you know um, criminals and stuff. But he he's still he's he he's become more of that kind of like um, hero that he kind of forgot how to be in the other film, which is really cool. Um, yeah. That you know there are some, you know, like that there, there are some like really like good moments. Like I I, I particularly liked how you know, Superman, like, Superman reacts to him initially and, like, tries to kill him and then Lois kind of snaps him out of it. Like, yeah. she yeah. kind of acts as, like, the point between them, which is, like, a nice parallel to Batman v Superman. I saw yeah. someone tweet that on, on, on Twitter and I, and I really like that. Yeah, um, it, and, and I like that uh, connection. And, and at the same time, you know, I really like that, that Batman has this whole kind of thing with Alfred and Alfred's still kind of tell, trying to tell him, you know, what you're doing. You know, you've done what you fulfilled your promise. You know, is this not enough? And I, I and and I like how Batman is. You know, he's not yeah. he's, he's not he's not just trying to do this for him. He's doing this for himself and for the world as much as he's doing it for Clark. You know, Alfred argues that his guilt is overcoming his reason, but I feel like. It, it 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 becomes more than his guilt. I think it becomes, you know, I, I think I think Bruce kind of he, after Batman v Superman, he has realised what it what it means to be a hero again. Yeah, yeah, and I really like that. Um, and I really liked more of Alfred in this one. Like Alfred's great. Yeah, Alfred's great. Um, but let's talk about. Um, oh, let me, let me get my final thoughts on Batman. Uh, yeah, I thought Batman was great to this, and uh, and a very important character to develop this team, and 
yeah, um, he's a great character in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, before before we go about Superman, should we quickly talk about Lois and Martha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lois, uh, Lois, Lois has a few scenes in part in parts one to three before they bring back Superman. You know, it kind of shows her kind of mourning and not being, not truly being able to move on to life without Superman. And yeah. I think if I was to, and I really, really like this, but if I was to say that the one thing that, that I, I think could have been done better was in the scene where she decides, you know, it's, it's time to kind of move on properly is the same scene that Superman comes back. And I feel like Lois should have a little bit of time to move on and resume life, go back to the Daily Planet and stuff before Superman returns. Not the film, but when Superman comes back to life, um, there should be a little bit more time of Lois kind of acclimatizing to life, you know, and moving on before that. But other than that, I really like Lois's role, um, you know, and, and and how she, you know, how 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 she, you know, can't, you know, live life the same anymore. But then how, you know, when Superman comes back, she is the key, you know, that they mention Lois is the key and that his love for her is, you know, the most powerful thing, which, you know, I, I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, you just said everything that I was about to say. <laughs> and and I wish there was more scenes of, like, Martha and Lois. I felt like there was, like, really good character development. Right. And uh, I'm, just, I, I'm just reminding myself of, like, you know, in that scene in Justice League, like, of how they were talking of about, yeah, you know what I mean? They were being the thirstiest woman they'd ever met or something. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Comedy. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a shame that they don't have any scenes together. Obviously, they have yeah. one scene yeah. together, but it's yeah. actually, as we find out later, Martian Manhunter. And I want to talk about Martian Manhunter. I, I think that scene with Martha, it would have been better if that was Martha and not Martian Manhunter. I, I, I do feel like Martian Manhunter still doesn't really do much, you know? Like, yes, now we know that General Swanwick is Martian Manhunter. You know, he has those two scenes. And in the final scene, he, he does say, I'm going to start fighting for my stake in this world, which I really like. You know, we're setting up Justice League to whatever, whether or not that happens, we're setting up Justice League 2 and 3, I guess. But I did feel like he was kind of, in this instance, watching it, like, you know, without the without no, without no a guarantee there's going to be a second one. He just felt like he was a bit kind of thrown in there. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like that um, could be really good, like, leading up to... Um, uh, to... Uh, just League Two, but um, yeah, that's happening. Uh, um, I thought that he was really good, but I don't think if he was in the film like as much of the time, I don't think that would be like. I don't know, but he's a really interesting character. But I felt like we've seen like of like General Swanswick, and I feel like this is a great start to see him in smaller scenes and and. Uh, like slowly develop. Yeah, idea we're we're like, slowly building him up, and I yeah. like that. But I don't. But we might never see him him ever come back, which is a shame. 
whether or not yeah. they do. I want to talk about the sequels, whether whether they'll do a sequel at the end, but we never we don't know at this point. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about Superman, shall we? Yeah, Superman. Um, wow, uh, I really like uh, Superman. Is fun, uh, but he 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 was like there for like half an hour. Would you say? Or right? Talk- yeah, I think Superman is similar to Batman and Wonder Woman, where he does kind of take a back seat. He's not like the the focus of the film, which I do think is a little bit of a shame. However, yeah, I think I think Superman has some of the best scenes in the film. Yeah, really. Like you can see that. Like fighting against Steppenwolf. Oh, like uh, like he uh, when Steppenwolf was about to kill um, Cyborg, and then Superman came out of nowhere and was like just 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 like standing there, just like really not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> yeah, and that was I was like really shocked. I was like, whoa, okay. So um, that's really cool. And I really, really love the scene where he goes back to his ship and like really explores about like why he's back. And uh, like you can hear those voices of like um, of like uh, Jarl. Is it Jarl or Jarl? Jarl. Uh, yeah, and uh, Jonathan Ken. And you, you, it's just an emotional scene, really, because, like... It is. Yeah, like, I, the... I, I, was, I was nearly about to tear up, and then uh, when Jonathan Ken was, like, saying, fly some, fly. It's time. Yeah, I, so, obvi- I think one of the, my, I think my favourite scene in Justice League is when Superman fights the League. Obviously, of course, that was a Snyder scene. Great stuff. You know, I really enjoy how, like, kind of ape shit he goes and everyone. That's really cool. Um, but I think what's the the best part about Superman's return is seeing him, you know, recognize. He says like, "Oh, I've been gi- I've been given a second chance," and I love seeing him, you know, like standing in the fields and feeling the plants and taking in the air and you know, and and I've never been the kind of person who says like, "Oh, Superman should smile," but he's enjoying himself now. He's finally like understanding you know, the value of his life, he's not conflicted, he knows what he has to do, and as you just said, the the best part about his, about his first flight after being reborn is the fact that he hears the voices of his, of both of his fathers telling him that they are proud of him, and that he has done, you know, and that he has made both of them proud, and that now he can go out and he can be Superman without all this weight on his shoulders, you know. And I and I, I really, I mean, obviously there will be weight going forward, but not the same kind of stuff. And I really, really appreciate that. It was a wonderful way to end his arc over the three films. Some interesting stuff with him about the Nightmare timeline as well, with him being, like, controlled by Darkseid. I did think when he comes to the battle at the end and he beats up Steppenwolf, I was thinking he was being a bit brutal, so I wonder if that will... And I expected it to be a plot point, but not really. Maybe if they were going to just say two, it would be. But I really appreciate how he wasn't in it too much. Um, but they did they did complete his arc in a pre- pretty satisfying way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's also a great character. Like you can see of how really important he is to uh, both in comics and films. Uh, like he is the star of everything. Like, if you think about it, like, the first moment when he caught that car or picked up that car, that was at the start of the DC Universe. And especially, like, what Zack Snyder, like, introduced him in Man of Steel and 
and you see that like this long really powerful arc that you see throughout the films and it's just done really well what, what you said and um yeah it's just so satisfying to see have, have a character that was was very goofy well not like oh yeah justice i like justice like <laughs> and uh but it's just very like it's he's like more brutal but like more powerful so like you, you that with the co- recovery suit so yeah. yeah um he's a great character and i thought there was more scenes but hey have great to see the black suit in action um although in the scene we've spoken about the scene where he arrives at alfred's before they changed his landing in the scene they released he just kind of drops down but in the scene in the film he kind of like lands in like a classic superhero pose a little nitpick i prefer the first one just got to say it. Shall we talk about the one, the only, Steppenwolf? Yes. Yes, please do. Okay, so obviously Steppenwolf is the worst in Justice League. He is, like, horrendously bad. Uh, what did you think my of him? Mother! Mother! What did you think of him in this film? Uh, wait, let me tell you. He's terrifying in this film. Like, you really understand, like, the intentions that he has... And, like, he's trying to redeem his worth against, like, with, like, with Darkseid. And you, like, um, understand more of, like, the background. And he's a pretty powerful character. And he's, like, very, um, you know, um, uh, well, balanced character. But you understand his intentions, so. Uh, and he's, like, um, trying to... No, I'm repeating myself. And, <laughs> like, uh, wait, uh, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. Like, oh, okay, so the the, the graphics, like, the, the CGI is just amazing on him. Yes. Like, I, um, I think yeah. in, in, overall, there were there were quite a few shots where the CGI didn't look too good, in my opinion. I do think that's a product of the, them restoring the original kind of, like, look of the film in uh, 2020 and 2021, which is understandable, you know, but I'm so glad that there's one scene where Steppenwolf looks a little bit weird, but other than that, I'm so glad they got Steppenwolf so right. All the reflections on his armors, the way that the spikes move, I think they did it so well. I think he looks great. I think he sounds great. I, I really, really like how, you know, that he's still pretty generic at the end of the day, but the film uses that to its advantage, and they say, well, you know, he's just, the, you know, in this case, he's the reason why he's so merciless and so kind of, you know, just trying to get the job done is because he wants to impress Darkseid. He wants to, you know, he wants to be seen as, you know, um, an equal and as worthy of, of Darkseid's, like, attention and of worthy of being seen as somebody, you know, uh, important. And, I, and which is why I think his death is just like really fitting for him that he dies as nothing. Darkseid literally steps on his head, you know, like so. I think I, I really, I really enjoyed that. I think yeah. he's still I, he's probably my least favorite villain of the trilogy. He's nowhere near as bad as Justice League Steppenwolf, but I wouldn't call him as good as as Zod or Luther. But I really, really enjoyed him. He was a force to be reckoned with physically. Um, and he looked so much better than the original version. Yeah. And yeah. I liked how I liked his connection with Darkseid and stuff. I always said, I remember when, 2017, and I said, I remember saying to my friends, Steppenwolf sucks, 
But, you know, if there was a scene where he spoke to Darkseid and was like, oh, I want to come home, that would be great. And that is exactly what Snyder Cut did. In the first scene where he speaks to Desaad, I literally turned to my girlfriend and I was like, that is exactly what he needed. And I think they did it really, really well. Um, yeah, I thought Seven was such an improvement. Yeah, and uh, I think he's a memorable villain, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, like, with uh, with everything that he did in the film, he's just like, um, you know, very a force to be reckoned with and uh yeah um so yeah i would say he's a great character to the story and he's just a very very terrifying villain but also yeah um yeah i really enjoyed this this character that they really discovered with and you know like to understand the background of like um dark side you know yeah yeah it's great yeah great I, there's, I think there's one more thing that I think we should talk about before we kind of wrap up. And I think that's the future. Um, so we'll oh, start... I, I think there's more stuff to talk about. I, I feel like there's more. I don't know why, but I feel like there's... All right, yeah, no, sure. What do you want to talk about? Um, uh, well, okay, so uh, I, I really want to talk about the future, but... Um, oh, yeah, so I want to talk about the structure. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, so the chapters, I really like the chapters. Me uh, too. Like titles and everything. I thought that was really well thought about, like introducing like a new chapter uh, into the story. Uh, and I'm glad it was an episode. Uh, well, do you it, think it would have worked as an episode, as an episodic uh, thing? Uh, I don't think so because everyone would be like, <laughs> "We need more." Like they just go be like, "Yeah, oh. I, I, I agree that people would feel underwhelmed, but I also think that it would work." as an episode, like, each, each part has its own kind of, you know, action set piece, you know, part one has the Amazons versus Steppenwolf, part two is the history lesson, part three has the first encounter with Steppenwolf, you know, part four has the fight with Superman, loosely, I, I, I might not get these right, but they each have their own action scene, I think they would work as their own little parts, but I don't, I, but I think they do come together quite well. Yeah. And uh, and I really like the titles as well. It's just really fitting. Mm. Um, uh, what else? Um, I want to talk about. I want to talk about the ending just a little bit. In the yeah, end, I'll talk the, about the ending. They well, well, we'll talk about the, the that ending when we talk about the future. Um, we'll talk about all the nightmare stuff then. But I just want to say, in the epilogue, the epilogue's about half an hour long, and. I feel like for some characters, the epilogue is done really, really well. So for for Superman, like where like Bruce buys the bank and stuff, and like you know Superman flies up into the sky. For Cyborg, where he listens to his dad's message. For the Flash, where he um you know he gets a job. I think that's really well done. But the other characters, I feel like the film really struggled ending their arcs. So. Wonder Woman doesn't really get an ending. Her and Batman have this thing where they're like, oh yeah, Hall of Justice, which I don't feel like really works. Um, and then Aquaman has this really, really odd ending where he just says to, to Mira and um, Volko, he just says, I'm going home to see my dad. And that's how he ends. I feel like the film could have worked well with a scene where all the characters, all the leagues kind of like, you know, said goodbye to each other and stuff. You know... I'm not the kind of person who loves to compare DC and Marvel, but something similar to in Avengers Assemble when 
when all the Avengers kind of say goodbye to each other and go their separate ways. I think that would have been nice. And then you get to see where they all kind of end up. That's just something I had about the ending. Um, but yeah. I, I, I thought the ending was great. Oh, I want to talk more about Darkseid. Um, well, I was yeah. going to talk about Darkseid during the future. Talk about the nightmare sequence. So oh, okay, should we, okay, should we okay, talk okay. about that stuff? Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought the epilogue was really good. Um, I thought it was just... Just fits everything like close to the arc with the, um, you know, with the characters that we saw, and yeah, I think um, Wonder Woman's and Aquaman's were very very weird. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it didn't feel like a proper like ending. Yeah, but it, it, it's just it's just an epilogue. But any anyway, and, 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 how, just... and how dare they have the bat tank in it for one shot? Ah, one I shot. I have to say, I was very disappointed by that. Um, but yeah, um, so let's talk about the nightmare sequence and dark side, shall we? So we, so, so the first kind of nightmare thing we get is, um, cyborg interfaces with the Kryptonian ship and and he sees this kind of, this like flash of images. He sees, you know, Superman with Lois Lane's corpse and dark side kind of putting his hand on his shoulder. He sees, you know, dead Wonder Woman, and he sees Superman kind of, like, you know, holding Batman's cowl, and with, like, a dead Green Lantern, and, like, you know, the kind of, all of the, um, like, broken up parts of what I assume is the Hall of Justice. Um, Uh, And I was shook. Yeah. I was shook by a scene. Uh, Like, I was eating my tea, and when I saw Wonder Woman, I was like, what? (laughs) Like, I can imagine. I can imagine that would be glorious. Yeah, and I was just like completely, just like, well, I'm hoping there'll be just these two because. Yeah, right. This is. I think. I think the nightmare stuff was the kind of stuff that made me go, okay, I, I would like to see that. You know, this had a Mad Max kind of thing with yeah. these. I don't know how many. There's like six of them. These six characters. Yeah. You know, kind of all going up against Superman and Darkseid. That would yeah. be great. I'm here for it. Yes, please. Oh. Um, yeah, so Darkseid. Let's move on to Darkseid. Let's talk um, about Darkseid. Oh. Let me tell you, I'm very excited to see more Darkseid because... Well, hopefully. Um, well, I, 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 hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, oh, like, he... Um, uh, he has this, like, terrifying presence. Yeah. Uh, like... All existence will be mine. Yes, Darkseid Dark is pretty creepy. I like the history lesson. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Seeing, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. you know, already, like, you don't, we don't really know anything about him ideologically, but we know that he's a physical presence already. You know, he's taller than Steppenwolf. He takes down a Green Lantern. He does pretty well defending himself in that whole history lesson. And I think it, it establishes this age of heroes as... Uh, a golden time and dark side even then as a force to be reckoned with which really makes his appearance at the end i mean i really wish we hadn't seen it in the trailer it would have been so cool for that portal to open and to see dark side you know uh, come out I, I, that would have been incredible yeah i was jumping out of my seat when i saw dark side i was like Whoa, ah! and i was just like yo dark side's here and then they were just having this massive staring uh, st- uh, eye staring contest <laughs> yeah I, I let me tell you that was one of the best scenes i saw in the film and i was like yo this is great this is so 
good to see like um like dark side you know like having this nearly this interaction and he's just he's pissed dark side yeah, just in the same it, 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 it it's a good way to make him seem immediately threatening by the fact that steppenwolf has been a real like real pain in the back for the league, for the justice league and then the first thing that dark side does is squish his head like with his foot I think it's perfect, like, you know, Steppenwolf is visibly, you know, scared about him, like, throughout the film, so showing him as this, as this figure who the League and the audience should be scared of was a very good idea, I think, and I'm really excited to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'm not, ex I, I'd like to see, I, I can't say I'm excited because I don't know if it's going to happen, but it would be great to see, you know, like, how he kind of goes in the future. Um, should we talk about that final that final scene? Ah, oh, let me tell you, that final scene is just my favourite in, well, up there with the flash scene. Um, so, um, that was a very intense scene. Very, very intense scene. Yeah. Yeah. Right, um, so in this one, uh, so like, it's the nightmare sequence, and I was like, oh yes, this, I, I, I really like this because... It, um, it, you know, like, it's not in the middle of the film, but, like, it's later on, and it's just, it just builds up to, you know, like, the, uh, like, a possibility, like, having, uh, just, just sleep two, uh, and, you know, like, explore more of the nightmare sequence, and, like, what if, like, Superman was evil, and then, and, uh, like, explore more, like, the visions that Cyborg having, and yeah, so see, I I agree with you partially there. I agree that it's good to get that, but I I, I think now I said earlier that every scene matters apart from two. Now the two scenes that don't really matter for this film are the two ending scenes: the one with Lex Luthor and Deathstroke, and the nightmare scene, which then later on is the the scene with um Bruce and Martian Manhunter. Now the reason why I say that is because the film really feels like it ends with Superman flying off and Cyborg flying off. And then it kind of taxi to at the end. You know, they would have worked quite well as post-credit scenes. However, in a similar way to how the nightmare sequence in Batman v Superman, it worked as a Justice League setup and it also worked as a way to show Batman's growing paranoia about Superman. And I think it would be really good to have done this in Justice League as well, let's say halfway through the film when Bruce does talk about his his um, night, his 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 dream that he had, let's say that he experienced another one. I think it would be really beneficial if he did it then, and then he comes back to the team and he's like, "Guys, I had another vision." And if like, and and you know, we have to defeat Steppenwolf now, otherwise Superman's gonna go even gonna get even worse. We don't even know if Superman's on our side, but if he, if this if this comes true, we're gonna be in a really bad situation. Um, I think that would have been a lot better instead of it just kind of appearing at the end. It, don't get me wrong, I liked it, but it it, it did feel like it just kind of appeared at the end. And I know that it was reshot, really so this situation that I'm proposing wouldn't work. But it just kind of felt reshot. Really uh, it just kind of felt like tacked on, um, and I'm a little bit confused. I, I thought that in Batman v Superman, the Flash was showing Batman the future, but now it just seems that Batman's making this up in his own subconscious. Um, so I'm interested as to, you know, what's going on. Is, is, is something been implanted in his mind? Is he just paranoid? Is this actually the future? Like, who's showing him this stuff? Um, but I did feel it was kind of tacked on. I loved the scene, but I feel like the, the film ended two scenes ago and it didn't need to be there, like, there in the, in the narrative. Yeah. Um, 
so um yeah so we uh like saw the future and uh like you we we got we actually got to see deathstroke interacting with batman like the first time on screen and that's pretty cool well uh, as a obviously pe- people who've watched the pod will know you john are a huge deathstroke fan i am I and am, obviously I deathstroke we were hoping for more than just two scenes, but Deathstroke got two scenes and maybe four lines. What did you think about Deathstroke in the film? Um, yeah, so, um, you know, I, I, I thought it was uh, actually good, uh, like, to have, like, suitable, you know, like, not to have it in the film because, you know, like, there's another villain and it doesn't really work, you know, like, um, you know, like, helping with, like, uh, with the, um, Helping against fighting against Steppenwolf, um, but like him interacting with Batman for the first, like Ben Affleck's Batman, that 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 is just like really cool to see because like that the Ben Affleck's my favorite Batman on screen, and um, and having a, a, my favorite villain or yeah villain on screen to work with, as uh, like two unstoppable forces. Uh, no, yeah, like to work, and like having Deathstroke. Like, what, what, what do I think about Deathstroke? Uh, I thought Deathstroke was um, pretty handled, but I wish there was more scenes. Like in the like in that scene, uh, they were talking more of the. Um, uh, yeah, so like yeah, I wish. What obviously you were talking about. Um... Like in other episodes of the pod, you were hoping there would be some kind of action between Deathstroke and and um, and Batman, but I think even though there wasn't any, it it was quite I, I, it was it was quite I, cool to see how you know to see in this glimpse of the future how relationships have changed. You know, you see that there's so many people who who you know like Mira is clearly grieving over having lost Arthur and and. Um, you know, Joker and Batman have this like different relationship, and and Deathstroke and Batman seem to like have some sort of respect for the for each other. I I like that. Yeah. So like, you know, like I didn't mind there was like um that a massive fight scene because I thought that wouldn't really improve much of like yeah, the. Yeah, it will. It wouldn't have. I don't think yeah. there'd be a place for it. Yeah, but like it, them interacting just made that scene just a, little, a whole lot better for me yeah. because like. They're just great. Um, so I do, I do have to say about about the scene before with Lex Luthor. I really like hearing Lex Luthor's theme again, and obviously yeah. it was it was it was a li- it was a nice little kind of um, you know it, back in the day it would have been a setup for the for the um, Ben Affleck Batman film. But it, again, it kind of came out of nowhere, and it maybe it would have worked as an, as a post credit scene, mid credit scene. But I didn't really I didn't really feel like it needed to be there. And Lex Luthor's escape from prison. Like, Jesus. It's the same as the one in Justice League, where it's just some other random bald guy. Like, I feel like that's just... That's pretty lazy. Like, Lex Luthor's... Like, Batman v Superman shows Lex Luthor as this insane, cunning... Like, all the stuff that he does for... He might claim it's easy, but all the stuff that he does in Batman v Superman, you know... Like, he does so much stuff to kind of get these two heroes pitted against each other. And I I don't know, I guess I hoped for something better in terms of his escape. Um... Wait, was there like a chance that he could have done that scene a lot better? But I don't think he had. Uh, I think that there was a possibility. Yeah, I don't know if if he could have reshot that or something. Yeah, I don't think I, I won't blame him for that because you know, like with Joss Whedon, he was like 
mainly took like ruined that film and I think he just made that shot, you know, like with Deathstroke and Lex Luthor. I think he made that shot to make the Legion of Doom. That's what he said. Did Lex Luthor said Legion of Doom or something? No, that was that was in Justice League. Yeah, Justice League. Yeah. I feel like that was like the only shot for him to have those two characters interact. And yeah, I I, I kind of like, oh, right, okay, so... Um, so, yeah, I, I won't blame him for that, but, like, I wish there was, you know, like, something to interest, like, with Lex Luthor. Yeah. But I think Lex Luthor will be, like, um, you know, we'll maybe explore more of that, like, working with criminals well, or, yeah, like... I just, I just hope that we see more of him because... He's, I love him in Batman v Superman. He's cunning and insane and, you know, a lot of people don't like how he isn't that kind of classic Lex Luthor, but I feel like we have the opportunity for him to kind of become more like that. In the same way that most of the characters have become more like their comic book counterparts in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I really like that. Um, yeah. But I wish there was more, like realistic about like Lex Luthor what would he do about like with Deathstroke but like um, but then again it, it's just like built, filmed with you know like, that's the only thing to have them interact so yeah uh, so yeah. Deathstroke um, I'm excited for that if there's going to be like Deathstroke this is Batman yeah which... I'd, 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 I'd take a, a comic book that would be quite cool a little comic mini series to show that stuff because I'm not sure I mean this this kind of less this kind of leads into the future. Let's talk about Restore the Snyderverse. The the pitch is for the Restore the Snyderverse community is David Ayer's Suicide Squad, um, the a Batfleck miniseries, um, Man of Steel two, and then Justice League two and three. And I don't want to talk too much on it because I think we could talk about this in in, in a separate episode of the pod. Uh, I think that would actually quite work quite well. But, like, from this film, what do you now think about the likelihood of there being a Justice League 2? Um, okay, so I'm 50-50. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the very fix, uh, the Justice, uh, the Snyder Cut is very, very successful right now. Yes, uh, it seems got to be. A lot, a lot, a lot of praise. Yes. Uh, which I'm really happy for that, so... Definitely. Uh, and I'm really, really hoping there will be some, uh, I don't know, Wonder Brothers or uh, a company that will let him, you know, like, make Justice League 2 in his own way and have it, you know, like, you know, like, in a very, um, in his own, you know, like, a very calm way to do it, like, without studio interference, you know what I mean? Yes, I'm not sure whether, because I'm sure that if they did make Justice League 2, Snyder would have the creative control, more creative control than he than he did in the original film. But I feel like Warner Brothers still wouldn't would would not be willing to do certain things that he would want to do. So I feel like I don't know. I just kind of feel like whether or not it happens, you know, we might have to be prepared for the fact that we won't get to see the proper original kind of idea for Justice League two and three. Yeah, but... Um, because, I mean, if they do two, they're going to do three. I feel like they will commit to it if they do a second one. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping for Justice League 2 because 
this time we'll probably see it in a very, you know, like what you said, it's very underwhelming. And I feel like that Zach only had those scenes to reshoot or those scenes. And, you know, this is like in lockdown. He did this in lockdown. He and, did. As and evident by Flash's weird CGI face at the end. Um, but I think the one thing that is, you know, the reason why I don't think Justice League 2 will happen, I would love for it to happen, honestly. But Warner Brothers are still wanting to go ahead with their kind of DCEU. You see this most prevalently in Flashpoint, right? Where yeah. they're going to bring in Ben Affleck's Batman and Michael Keaton's Batman. I don't know whether if they did Justice League 2, they would want it to be all the same people. You know, Ray Fisher's got ha- is having a bit of a dicey time with Warner Brothers at the moment. You know, Ben Affleck may or may not want to come back. You know, they might be getting rid of... They might be wanting to do this new Superman instead of Henry Cavill Superman. I feel like if they did it, it wouldn't be... It would be a different Justice League film. It wouldn't be Snyder. It would be a different story. Maybe it would set up Darkseid. Maybe it wouldn't. But I feel like I feel like that they would... That they're trying to go in a different direction. Um, and I feel like the fans aren't going to make it easy for them. I feel like the, release, the Restore the Snyderverse movement is only going to get bigger... But I feel like, you know, it will be a long shot for them to kind of do it in the way that people expect. I feel like, you know, the Justice League 2 may very well be on the cards. But it's, you know, the way that they're going, I, I feel like they might not want to do it in that way. Who knows, maybe they'll even want to do it with Robert Pattinson's Batman and some other people. But I don't know. Yeah, but hopefully... Um, they will do it. Um, so, oh, so there will be. Uh, did we talk about the that one intense conversation between Batman and Joker? Yeah, go for it. Talk about it. Oof! Right. So this one, this is such a very intense scene, and like, and it's a great uh, like more scenes or like more potential. I've seen like Jared Letters Joker, and like. It's very, like, it's a lot better, you know I mean? Like, JLS's joke is much better in this cut, you know I mean? You Definitely. Know, like, he's very, very, very messed up. And, and, um, and, oh, the, the one line that you said, oh, it, you send Boy Wonder to do a man's job. I'm like, yeah. But, that's Oof. cool. I think that really makes me want to watch that Bat- Batfleck show, which I think, you know, if they're doing the multiverse, if they're doing three Batmen at once with Keaton, Affleck and Pattinson, bring on that Batfleck show. That would be so good. Or even like a little, like, like a film or a comic book. That would be so much fun. Like, I, I would love to see that story and the whole Deathstroke thing kind of come together. That would be very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- so yeah, so that was a very very interesting scene, and it just it was very very quick. It's just it's just disturbing. Like like it goes back to have that backstory of like Joker killing Robin, and uh, yeah. So I'm very excited to see more of that if that's possible. Definitely. So um, do you have any final thoughts? Um. Well, okay. So I really really enjoyed this film. This film was just 
experience and I loved it from the start to finish and as I said earlier uh, I sat through the credits which I've never done before like usually I just look at my phone or just you know but then I I remember I remember you turned off Return of the King early oh (laughs) yeah because I no because no I didn't why, or somehow, I don't know, this happened, I somehow stepped on the controller, and then it just skipped the entire scene. No that way! Wow. I don't know what how that happened. Wow. But then, I, I don't know what happened. So, <laughs> that, that was it. And then, when I played Lord of the Rings, Lego Lord of the Rings, that was like similar to that, like, they bowed down, and that was the ending scene for that. Like, they just bowed. Uh, like wow. no one bows for um, no yeah. one, uh, but then, like last year or year before, twenty nineteen, yeah, Lord of the Rings returned to the king. I was like, oh, it's on. So it was on TV. It was the last ending ending bit, and then I was like, oh, this is great. And then uh, after that, I was like, oh, I I don't remember this bit, and and, and then it was like, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> this entire this entire th- th- bit. So I was just really annoyed. I was just annoyed. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a whole anyway, different film. Uh, the credits. Um, so yeah, so it was pretty emotional, like um, it said, for Autumn uh, and, yeah. and played Hallelujah. And uh, yeah, so i never done that. And it was just really, really just made me like really emotional just thinking about like, the thing that he had to go through, and and his daughter as well, and uh, and it, it's a film that is so supportive and raised awareness, uh, and yeah, and I really love this film. Um, Great. Yeah. What about you? So, um, yeah, uh, I am very satisfied after watching it a second time. I'm really satisfied. You know, after talking about it, after thinking about it a lot, you know. It wasn't what I expected, but I think that's okay. I think there are some incredible scenes. I think there are some fine moments. I think there are some really, really, really great moments. Some not so great moments. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the pacing overall. Some of the CGI wasn't great, and I'm not. I don't like how the ending came together in the edit, and just some of the character moments. But other than that, I think it's really solid. It's so much better than Justice League, and that's what we wanted. You know, it's Snyder's original vision. It's cathartic for him and so many other people involved. And I would love to see a second film. I think, in all in all, you know, Man of Steel was a nine out of ten. Batman Superman was a was a nine out of ten. And I'm gonna and I and I were gonna give Zack Snyder's Justice League a seven out of ten. Now that seems like quite low, especially since all the other Snyder films that I've watched, I gave eight out of tens. And so I would call this my least favorite Zack Snyder film. However. I do think that it was exactly what I wanted it to be, what I needed it to be. And I think as time goes on, I'm only going to like it more. And as more people talk to me about it, I'm only going to like it more. And there are scenes in it that are some of my favourite Zack Snyder scenes, some of my favourite comic book scenes. Like, I feel like the Flash, the Flash's time scene and when Superman flies again for the first time are two of, like, the best scenes. Like, they're up there in my top ten comic book movie moments right now, like... They were just incredible, um, and there are so many, you know, factors to the film that I feel like I could never give it a true judgment, you know. So yeah, 
I loved it. Seven out of ten. Bring on a sequel, please. Yeah. I'm very surprised you gave it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean, like, I had such high hopes for it, and I think that kind of brought me down a little bit. Maybe if I hadn't have watched all the trailers, I might have had a different reaction. And it was, I started it at, like, ten at night, you know. I, I was tired by the time it finished. Maybe that changed things. But second time viewing was, I would have given it maybe a five last night, but second time viewing definitely improved uh, it. So anyone who didn't like it, you know, or was a bit dissatisfied i know quite a few people my friends who i've spoken to who weren't that satisfied and they're giving it a second go as well so definitely give it a second go if you didn't like it because you know consolidating your opinions especially if a film this long is important so yeah so what would you give it out of 10 uh nine cool yeah i i just loved it because it's just so satisfying and i just smiled like afterwards just like an idiot like wow wow it's like after you just been through some really good, um, it's a fun time, and uh, and I just sat through it like never done before because oh it's a far hour film and and uh, and I mean there was there was problems in the film and uh, but it's just a film that is show it's support uh, the the way that people want to see the director's vision and uh, and it's great and. Hopefully, th- this is a, a chance to Zack Snyder to like get uh, huge companies to get attention to him to make more movies. Yeah, like, for just to see two. Definitely, and, uh, I'm really excited uh, as to what he does next, and I really hope that you know people don't do what they did to Ben Affleck. I hope that people let him do his next, you know, ne- his next projects, and don't just always ask him about Justice League. If he wants to move on, let him move on. I'm really excited for Army of the Dead. I, I'm just excited to see yeah, him go yeah. forward. Army of the Dead will be um, very exciting to watch because yes. you know it's it's it's, hit, it's his, in his prime because you know like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to watch that. That's coming out May. May, yes, me too. Um, and as a trilogy, you know, superhero trilogies on the big screen. It's very difficult to get a superhero trilogy right. You know, the, like the, probably the best comic book trilogy is the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, like, that is the... absolutely incredible. But I think the Zack Snyder trilogy joins the likes of the Dark Knight trilogy as a really solid trilogy. Yeah, it, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah, there's there's no there's no real real bad one. There's no there's no like there's no X Men Origins. There's no Thor two, Iron Man two. You know, I think it's a really solid trilogy, and I'm yeah. really happy about that. Strong, strong trilogy, yeah. and it's great to watch. Definitely. Um, and it's been um, really great watching all the all the Zack Snyder films. Yeah, and it's just yeah. been experience, just so really much fun has. to like to talk about each different film and why they're so good. And uh, and I believed I um that PBS was the most enjoyable to watch and as well Dawn the Dead uh, yeah uh, I, I've, I've loved every minute of it um, so yeah next week we're going to be talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode, the first two episodes obviously we skipped episode one this week um, spoiler alert but I really really liked the first episode um, but yeah we'll talk about that next week um, and that's yeah that's the end of the Zack Snyder extravaganza thanks everyone yeah. for tuning yeah. in it's- to end it uh but uh last week we had a comment about like can we can you review sucker punch and guardians uh 
And we thought, okay, we, we might yes, do that. In we, we, we do intend to do that in the future, whether we do it before Army of the Dead or something, we will cover it at, at some point. Because, you know, I'd like to see him. I'm interested. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I want to thank everyone for, like, yeah, in this journey to support this this um this that the standard got to be released and uh to give it to support for this really um talented act uh, director Definitely. so absolutely 100 percent. you know um and thanks everyone for the support on 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 all these videos you know in the zack yeah. snyder extravaganza we've had we've had like quite a few films that have you know hit the 1000 view mark which is quite big for us uh, as a channel starting out so thanks so much everyone and you know if you enjoyed this video and if you've made it this far an hour and 40 minutes in well done first of all but also you know if you enjoyed it please leave a like consider subscribing that would be great um and you know hit that bell if you want to see more and, yeah and, and yeah email us as well um you know you can email us at filmpod at gmail yep. we will answer your questions and queries and all that stuff or you can dm us or just follow us on on Twitter or Instagram at Alstime Film Podcast. I am at Tom the Borgman on Twitter. I am Comedy John Forty Two on Twitter. And as always, stay safe. And yeah, um, anything else to say? Very excited to review more films in the in the upcoming week. And yeah. uh, we are going again. What Tom said, we're going to review the first two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And hopefully it will be like one division. Um, <laughs> hopefully, so. yeah. Hopefully we'll have a good time with it. So yeah, um, yeah. and I, I, I've been. I'm just happy to have like this really fun weeks to watch. Like have these weeks watching the side, uh, like the side of films and definitely. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you yeah. for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. Uh, so yeah, yeah um, thanks for watching and take what you're given. Give this back. Goodbye. Goodbye.